Like, he needs me to twist his arm to be mean to anyone, <laughs> let alone Greg. I mean, for the love of God. Just hearing that Val oh. Kilmer thing just puts me out. Oh, God, so sad. Was Clinton here that day? Uh, maybe. I think I was there the next day, and I professed my – I was the one that informed you guys that Batman with Michael Keaton was the biggest American blockbuster that we'd had to that point. Yes, that's right. Prince went Prince went diamond on the soundtrack. By yes. the by, I will remind you all every single time. So that was that was the next day. But you weren't in on Val Kilmer, though. No, get out of here, Val Kilmer. Are you kidding me with the with the gross slimy hair? No way. We've gone through this. I'm not in on Val Kilmer either. I'm taking my L on that one. I have. I've taken the L. But Chris just likes to shove it in my face every once in a while. All right. More importantly, Laura. What did you guys do last night? Yeah, on your what birthday? happened? We just Acapulco, went to dinner. Downey. Whoa, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> Say that again? We just went to dinner. Oh, yeah? Then why is your voice so hoarse? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Where did you go mm-hmm. to dinner? <laughs> um, like I said, we were going to go. Oh, my God, my voice does sound really bad. Um, shut up, George. Uh, we just went to Pescador, and then it was kind of calm. So we were like, where can we go? So we ended up going to downtown Fullerton. Oh, okay. <laughs> Downtown Fullerton. What goes on? Okay, so this is where it is a good thing that I'm a relative newcomer to California and Los Angeles. Please Downtown explain to me what Fullerton, goes on. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, it's been a long time, okay? But Downtown Fullerton, to me, is kind of like bar hopping, right? Like there's mm-hmm. action going on, young people drinking. There's a lot of potentially on a, any given night, people puking in an alley. I was going to say, deal. what is the arrest potential in downtown Fullerton? It's high, yeah. man. There's a Cal State Fullerton is like down the street. Right. So, yeah, it's college, college town. <laughs> University. What are you doing? Get away. Right. But did I did over? I nail it? Did I kind of nail downtown Fullerton? Yeah, you did. You, I yeah. mean, honestly, it reminded me. I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. My voice is really bad. But oh, no, no. We up. like this. Keep going. Morales <laughs> just texted. You guys are in the DTF last night. If I am. That's what it's called. Correctly. Yeah, it is. If yeah. it's referred to as the DTF, that's yeah. all I need to know. Yeah, yeah that's all you need yeah. to know. Yeah. Yes. It's like a crazy, rambunctious, <laughs> raucous like bar hopping joint that people are puking in the alley. It just reminded oh, me man. yesterday of why I haven't, like the last time I was there, I was actually with TiVo, and that's where I met TiVo. So I was like, this oh. is why I don't come back here. But I mean, we had fun, man. Like it was- Oh, it was I'm sure cool. you did. It was, it was, it was cool. So, <laughs> so no Acapulco, you left that pescado, you left Downey, the city of the people, to go to DTF. <laughs> well, the thing is, Downey was closing early. I was like, yo, it's like- 11 o'clock at night and the night is young the moon right. was pretty like why am i gonna go home you got a 130 last call somewhere yeah you, you know what i'm saying right. i I'm looked too cute fresh yesterday to go home. so yeah i was like i was like i like my outfit people gotta see it so i'm gonna go out so let me ask you this what is the grimiest place in the dtf Ooh. like if you were like oh i was hanging out there you'd be like yeah no not going i think well jp's is kind of known for that <laughs> So, like, yeah, people fight, and, yeah, I think JP is, okay. is that one. Yeah, that's the one All you right. – mm. no, Greg, when was the last time you were in downtown Fullerton? Uh, that was never a place for me to go to. I'm not going all the way down to Orange County. That's way too far. Okay. Come on now. We, I text Morales. I was like, you should have come. He's there. With us. Yeah, like you, you should have came. He does live there. But right? I did tell him – well, I, 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 I told him, you should have came to dinner, but it wasn't Downey, and then I didn't – Say. Did you go to the Hopscotch? You know that craft pl- a beer place or no? No. So we tried. We went to this place. I'm not gonna name the name because they they were horrible. It's like a new spot. Mm. It was so bad. 
And I was like, the guy, there was like a sketchy guy who was like, yo. All right. I, what, if I, what, if I, what if I what if I name it? Will you, if I, I'm going to throw out a bunch of names of bars uh-huh. there. And, you, okay. and just tell me if I named exercise. it. I'm okay. going to give you a bunch and okay. you tell me if I named it. Ready? Right. Slide bar. Bourbon Street, Matador Cantina. You said no to Hopscotch. I'm trying to think anything else. Uh, any of those? Were any of no. those in play? A Matador was. We didn't go, though. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. So it was someone another place. Yeah, it was another place. And then the the place that we ended at, um, which I believe oh. it was like the Continental something, whatever. Yo, that place was popping. We had fun. Okay. We met some people. Like, it was cool. You, know? you met some people. Yeah, we met right. some This people. is how you know that something really <laughs> did actually go down because she's being mad cold wait, wait, wait. and has no How finish. about this one? The Blue Door Bar. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sure? <laughs> I feel like I need to shove my mic. My voice is so bad. <laughs> yeah, it might be time. Yeah. How might about the time. break room? No. <laughs> no. How do you so know what I, all these places are, George? Uh, I have been to the DTF in the past. <laughs> You've dabbled in the DTF. I have dabbled. So, Laura, did Janice come through with what you wanted her to come through with? I she mean, was, oh, I, yeah, what was she, she was your wing woman. So, your, actually, you know what? She did. She was like, yo, that's the hottest yeah. guy in the group, and that's the guy that, like, ended up buying me drinks. So, yeah. Oh, okay. um, Frankie, who is a listener to the oh, show, God, uh, he's the guy that did not know that Jimmy Carter, I believe, was once the president of the United States. Uh, or maybe, no, it was Al Gore. He didn't know Al Gore was the vice president. I was going to say, States. what did he know Jimmy Carter for if he didn't know? No, no, know no. I think it was Al Gore that he did. We did like a trivia contest once, and since then he's just been known as Frankie in Fullerton. Um, so he knows the DTF because he's from the DTF. Well, not the DTF, but the F. Um, he says, JP23 is the grimiest bar for sure. See? Contin- he says, Continental is my spot, though. It was good. It was good. Yo, it was, I mean, shout out to the guy that bought me drinks. It was good. Hey, now. There we go. What was his name? I will not actually. Uh, you know what? I don't remember. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's even better. Yeah, it's another Uber it. situation, isn't no, it? No, I see what's no, happening. No, 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 nothing like legit. Nothing but dancing and drinking happened. That is it. Nothing mm, that's else. Good. Nothing we like else. that. Yeah. yeah, you made it back safely. He did ask for my a, number. There was a fifty-fifty shot. You weren't going to be here today, but you made it. Yo, with, I'm a professional. I mean, my voice is a little messed up, but you know, other than that, I'm here, and I got to train. Enough. So. Hold on. So I'm looking at the Yelp reviews of Continental. Oh, let's see. Oh, no. This is fantastic. So, this this is fantastic. Uh, So, this one says, This is is from Alicia. Or, no, I'm sorry, Aisha. Aisha M. And, you know, hey, listen, she wrote her name. I ain't ain't putting her out on Front Street, okay? So, Aisha M. gives it five stars. This is the only bar I come to in downtown Fullerton for lots of reasons. But the the main reason is Manny. Who's Manny? Is he a bartender there, Lord? Did you meet Manny? I did not meet Manny, but, you know, I got to ask. Here it is. She continues. He's not just my favorite bartender in the Mm. whole world. Seriously. He knows how to make the best London mule you'll ever have. No, Manny has me in tears. He's so funny. He's always excited to see me. Even if it's fake, I believe him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and coming back for more. If you, I can't read that word. If you're a blank, you probably won't like him. Uh, he sees right through your dodgy drunk BS. I come for the drinks and stay because Manny makes me feel right at home. So, so now you got to go back and shout out with, hang out with Manny at the I, Continental. I got to go find out who Manny is and if he's cute. Yeah. Handy Manny. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. 
Reading Yelp reviews live on air, by the way, is a bit we need to continue. At oh my god, it's so good! Actually, that that I, we just stumbled upon that, but that is a good, good bit. That's a great, great open court find out of you. Yeah. Style. So can we? Can, if somebody guesses the spot that you were talking about, Laura, that we that we none of us have named yet, that, mm-hmm. because you said you would you would give us a, you would let us know if we named it. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone calls in, will you yeah, say all you yes? got to do, Laura? Hit the ding. That's all you got to do. Okay. Right. You don't have to say yes. You don't have to necessarily agree. Right. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, so if people want to call in eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Where is the spot that Laura won't name that she got down at in the DTF in downtown Fullerton? So there you go. That I will never uh, go back. It was horrible. Not you'll God never go back. That bad. It was ba- yo. And uh, let me just say real quick, because I, I know I'm taking y'all segment, but the guy that got us. So we we were it was three of us, right? Janice, her friend, and myself. We were walking, and he was like, yo. Um, I got you guys. I'm gonna get you guys in. I was like, Nah, bro, we good. But he like followed us, oh, and then we saw uh, the, we heard yeah. the music, and I was like, Yo, this is popping. The music was good. So he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna let you get because there's a cup. There's a lot of the places that have cover charges. He's like, So I got you. What? Yeah, they got cover charges. So he lets us in. He's like, Oh, it's your birthday. I'm gonna give you shots. But he like disappears, and then yeah, it was bad. It was just like a bad situation where like we gotta go. It was bad. Yeah, that is weird. That's mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyhow. Nonetheless, Laura's birthday. Hmm. We got to figure out some more stuff. There needs to be more clues, more discussion we about have some this birthday. Sleuthing to do. Yes, for sure. No doubt. Uh, speaking of sleuthing, no more sleuthing about Dame Lillard, Clinton. Apparently, yeah. he says he doesn't need an excuse to leave. Um, so, Dame Lillard, it was, there were reports uh, from Henry Abbott of True Hoop that Dame Lillard in the next couple of days would request a trade. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic went at him and said, you, you know, who would believe anyone named Henry Abbott? I don't even know what that means, but I guess. Um, I mean, sure. <laughs> Hold on. He actually said that? <laughs> oh, yes. Yusuf Nurkic did tweet that. I don't know what that actually means. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Why wouldn't you believe someone named Henry Abbott? I feel like someone That's named Henry Abbott actually dish. has like a pretty, uh, you know, a name that I would believe. Why wouldn't I believe that name? Um, n- nonetheless, <laughs> just so weird. Um this is what Dame said today. So okay. I, I'm going to read these quotes in full, and you tell me what you what what comes to your mind immediately. Chris Haynes okay. says that Damian Lillard says he woke up to reports of him on the verge of requesting a trade. Quote, it is not true. And says, secondly, quote, I haven't made any firm decisions on what my future will be. Okay, so there's two things here. He could have said, I haven't made any decisions on what my future could be. But he said, I haven't made any firm decisions. Right. Like, he's made some interim decisions, none of which necessarily involve Portland being firm. It implies that there is a larger level of decision to be made that has not been made, that is therefore definitely not Portland. I mean, I'm only laughing because, like, he was clearly forced into – this kind of statement, you know what I mean? Right, because there was a report that he would ask out, right. Right, and this is what I wonder, is that, like, I I mean, look, I don't know the timeline of this reporting. I do not know Henry Abbott, but, like, I wonder I do, and he is a very credible... He used to run the entire... NBA department for ESPN. He is a very he he was a reporter before that. He's a good editor. He's a he's a man of principle. Like I'm not so if, so, I'm, if source told him that, I believe yes. a source told him that. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not questioning Henry Abbott. What I'm saying right, right, is right. I wonder if the timeline here is was this something that literally happened two days ago, or is this something we found out about two days ago? And that right. to me is different thing. Question it more yes. largely because they hired a new coach. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 very interesting to think about what that timeline could be versus what actually what we know. So there's more Damian Lillard here. More Mm -hmm. quotes from Damian Lillard. I don't – this is about Chauncey. 
I don't disagree that maybe maybe Chauncey can change our team and make us a better team. But I think if you look at our team as it is, I don't see how you say, this is a championship team. All we need is just a coach. Now, that's not necessarily a rigging endorsement either. For anybody, Chauncey or anybody on the team. I mean, you know, like, listen, I know the team has the, the leniency to sort of say this. Again, captains get leniency, but, like, it's one thing to request a trade. It's another thing to talk about the people that are already there. But, Greg, this is my opinion. Can you think of a Blazers highlight that matters to you from the past whatever generation that didn't involve Dame Lillard? You probably can't, you know? And I realize that this is a player. Oh, I got one. Myers Leonard had that one crazy game. Mr. No, get out of here, oh, God. Get Mr. Here. Mr. That, that, Myers Leonard. Myers <laughs> Leonard, right. The, the, the guy who's been d- disbanded uh, from the NBA for being an anti-Semite. That's the only right. thing I can think of. That's not, well, a necess- that's not necessarily an endorsement on the Portland Trailblazers either. I get what you're saying. My point is, though, is that like this guy, I can, I can say almost more than any other player that I can think of that's been sort of stranded on a franchise has given them more than anything. Like I sort of feel like if you're not going to make the front office moves to this point of his career – have gotten people around him that are going to be successful if he walks into the front office and says i want to go he should be able to go man you know and like i, I know that that's kind of bleeding heart and whatever but I, what, what, what does portland have to gain by fighting with dame willard in public I, I don't really know the answer to that brandon roy had a couple good highlights oh brandon roy was good yeah, yeah but i don't know if that's the last 10 years i gotta be honest with you I, I think no that might I, be over 10 years yeah there's a whole that's generation over of blazers yeah. fans who dame lillard is all they know you know what i mean and if that guy feels like hey it's not been enough i gotta get out of here like i'm not saying that this is a goodwill effort we're trying to run a business here never mind trying to win basketball games but you don't want to find yourself on the wrong side of the portland fan base because you know, you end up with a terrible year where Dame is acting out and it ends poorly. Like, I, I just think that there's something to be said for you did your time and nothing came of it. It might be time to go. Wait, I got one more quote here that doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement from Dame Lillard, which is why I still believe whether he says that Henry Abbott is wrong or this, that, and the other. I, I, I'll give you my thoughts on this, but let, let, let me just give you one last quote. Here's more Lillard. Quote, the best way to put it is to be more urgent. Be urgent about our next step and how we move forward. We've made the playoffs all these years. We're not a bad team. We're a good team. It's a lot of positives. But we've reached that point where it's not enough. Okay, listen. Let me explain something to you, what he's doing right here. Dame Lillard doesn't want to be the bad guy on the way out because of everything that you said, Clinton, because he's Mr. Portland, because the fan base loves him. He is the epicenter of that city because it is the only – I mean – besides the MLS, it is the only major professional sports team that they have, okay? So because of that, the Blazers are everything to that town. He knows that. He doesn't want to crush their soul. So he's putting it on Neil O'Shea and management, which, by the way, rightfully so. Neil O'Shea has made bad moves. He thought bringing in Hassan Whiteside two years ago was a good (laughs) thing, okay? So, like, he deserves all the criticism. Now, granted, Dame Lillard signed off on that deal, so he doesn't deserve all the criticism. But... Despite all that, there have been a lot of moves made in Portland, none which have made them better than what they've been. So, Dame, I think he wants out. I just don't think he wants to be the bad guy on the way out, which is hard. At some point, bro, if you want out that bad, you're just going to have to come out and say it yourself. That's true. Dame Dollar, maybe you should drop a track. He's got rhymes, you know. Like He He really actually rhyme. We like his his rap game. Yeah. Uh, All right. Someone just tweeted me. It says, it's not the DTF. It's just DTF. Well, it's the DTF if I say the DTF. So since I'll never go to the DTF. Right. And by the way, not everybody 
lives in Orange County or even knows what DTF would mean, they would think it means the, the real nasty thing. Yes, now, the whole reason why it makes more sense to call it the DTF is that I can delineate it from me actually using that term. Why would I? Right, and not meaning not meaning the the getting down thing. Yeah, acronym. Like what? Come on, y'all. People need to stop. I'm from here. I'm not from the OC though, but I call it the DTF. Calm down. Right. Dang. Yeah, Alfonso. Dude, relax. And by the way, Chris lives in Orange County and called it the DTF. Right. You were reading I was his like, text yeah, on the I air. I was reading from the text. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, yes. Following instructions. Anyhow. All right. Coming up next, <laughs> we will get more into the DTF. <laughs> we have people on, on the phones that want to try. Uh, Laura, people want to come in and, uh, oh, you got to drop because we've got to play Bash for Cash. Mm-hmm. Damn oh, it. I'm sorry I didn't get to your that's calls in time. That's a super bummer. <laughs> All right. I swear to God, call back after Bash for Cash. We got Bash for Cash coming up. We got money to give away. Listen up for the cue to call here during this commercial break. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you, Christopher. We have caller number four, James Wells from Burbank. You are today's Bash for Cash contestant. Congratulations. What's up? All right, hey, so here's you. the deal. This this is how it works, okay? And by the way, congrats to Araceli Flores from Santa Ana. She won 200 bucks for predicting Otani would hit a home run last week or last time we did it. Uh, but here's how this works for you, James, okay? Uh, you pick an Angel or a Dodger player to hit a home run, and, of course, you tell us what inning you think they will do it. If you predict the correct player, you win 100 bucks. If you predict the correct player and inning you'll get 200 bucks but here's the catch though for those not named james wells in burbank if we don't have a correct prediction today monday's cash prize goes up to 200 and 400 respectively so james give us your prediction i heard otani is money in the bank so we're gonna go otani in the fourth inning otani in uh, the the prediction all right otani in the fourth inning we got it all right, y'all, make sure you listen on Monday at 4.15 p.m. when we have another Bash for Cash contestant. And special thanks to Owning, bringing safety and simplicity to refinancing your home. Visit owning.com for more info today. And by the way, starting on Monday, every Bash for Cash contestant will win a virtual meet and greet with Mookie Betts. Yeah, you heard that right. Starting on Monday, every Bash for Cash contestant, like James, the next James. Sorry, James, it wasn't you. We're doing this next week. Um, but... Every month, every day, beginning then, every contestant will win a meet and greet with Mookie Betts. Uh, just for being caller number four in that day, they will win this virtual uh, meet and greet with a chance for cash. Thanks to Body Armor, more than a sports drink, stock up on Body Armor Sports. Drink at your local Albertsons. All right, back to our loungy music. Uh, oh, yeah. So, L- Laura went to downtown Fullerton yesterday, and there was one spot she doesn't want to name that she says was super grimy and not necessarily a great experience um, and we are trying to figure that out because we want them to learn that they should have better experiences for their patrons. Now, she will not say yes or no, but she will ding you if you may have said the correct answer. So I know we had people on hold before Bash for Cash, and my apologies for not getting to your calls earlier. Um, so if you want to hit us up, 
and talk about the spots in DTF. Or if you want to recommend a great spot in DTF that we didn't name, uh, feel free. 877-710-ESPN. You know, we do like to shout out uh, the businesses. 877-710-3776. So we were talking about Dame Lillard. Um, and, and man, it, this just feels inevitable to me. Yeah. Where he's just going to get to the point, like he's just pushing this off, and maybe he starts the season there, but if they have a disastrous start, or it, maybe he's, he gets through the whole season, like, this is going to happen one way or another. It's kind of like, no offense to your Wizards there, uh, oh, Clinton. No, I this, feel like this, the Bradley this, Beal situation. This smells so, so Wizard-like. You yes. know what I mean? In, in, in every single way. And like it's, it's unfortunate, too, because unlike the Wizards, I would say to some extent – the Blazers are a respectable, more than just a participant franchise in this league. You know what I mean? Right. People who don't live in Portland look upon the Blazers as a franchise that's like, okay, they're getting it done in the upper Northwest. Right. People kind of like them. I would hate to see them go out arguing with the best thing that they've had in 20 years. Yeah. Because great oh, fan base, great place to watch a game, like crazy exactly. ruckus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's it's a fun it, – like the Portland is a necessary franchise to the NBA. And the last thing we need is that team getting, you know, caught up in what is a reasonable attempt to leave. Like, let's not be clear about this. I don't think that Dame Lillard is being untoward by asking for a trade. I haven't done Jack in a long time. And, listen, I know that Zach Collins has been injured forever, but he wasn't going to be the difference for them going to the NBA Finals as much as I love him, you know? And so, <laughs> like, I, I don't I – don't, I don't want to see this particular family fight in front of everybody, if that makes yeah. sense. So, Greg, have you already made your Dame Lillard Lakers Photoshop? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I already bought a zero jersey, and it has Lillard. Wait, but not uh, Kuzma. doesn't Kyle no, 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 wear no, no, zero? No, no, no. He, he does not wear anything for the Lakers anymore if Dame Lillard's coming with a zero. Well, he did okay? take Lakers out of his bio <laughs> on Instagram, so there was He that. did. He yeah. did. But, I mean, like, look, isn't it better for all of the NBA if if Dame comes wait, to the Lakers? Wait a second. Oh, yes. God. Better for all the NBA. <laughs> better for all right, of the right. NBA. Right, well, right. We we'll th- yes, we'll think about it. Because, look, you got the Brooklyn Nets that have KD, Kyrie, and James uh-huh. Harden. And who's going to really compete with that if all three of them are healthy besides Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Damian Lillard. It just I mean, makes I think sense. Anthony, I think Anthony Davis and LeBron James would do just fine against them personally, but okay. They would, right. but if you add in Damian Lillard, it makes it all that much better. And really, I'm giving you everybody I got besides the those two. So, I mean, listen, let's everybody. be real here, okay? There's no, there, no straight-up trade on God's green earth for the Lakers that gets them Damian Lillard. Well, now, what if they what if they did the other ten players that were actually no, that were not two way no, players? Would that get no. it ten for one? Ten for one, George. No, no, that doesn't work <laughs> that way. Um, nonetheless, there is not a straight up trade the Lakers could made for Damian Lillard. Now, maybe there is some sort of third or fourth team incarnation I have never thought of. Um, I am Ooh. not the, the trade machine guy. That's Bill Simmons. Oh, um, thank God, George. I was going to say if we have to chalk talk possible. No, no, I'm not that person on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, no, 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 it's not me. Right. It's not me. It's not. You don't want to do. We want to break down four team trades, Clinton. We can do it. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Tell you what I don't want to do. The NBA I have friends, though, who love the trade machine. Trades. I have friends who love it. Love it's it. Like literally they have it bookmarked on their computer, on ESPN or on their phone, and they just go straight to it and they just plug in trades all day. Like I have friends who legitimately think they can be like salary cap specialists in the NBA because they are so good at, cr- at creating these trades on the trade machine. So I got an idea. So instead of overrated, underrated next, let's just do trade deadline. No, we'll no, just do yeah. trade, no, trade no, machine. We'll just do no, trade no, machine the, instead. The trade deadline is not till February. So no, 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 no. We'll do, we'll do the trade machine. We'll just do three and four team trades, and we'll, and like you'll give me names, and then I'll put them in, and I'll tell you if it works or not. 
No. Why? It would be so much Absolutely fun. Absolutely not. My I, but don't you have those friends, Clinton, that love the trade machine? Yes, I know. I have a couple friends who are like constantly screenshotting their possibilities and sending them to me. And I'm like, stop sending me this crap. I do not want to know about what, you know, the Timberwolves, the Thunder, oh my and, God. you know, insert third team here are going to do to get a bunch of guys that Ooh. may or may not be playing in the league I, in five I, years together. I, I, I I Kuzma to the Thunder for three picks. Three I, I'm, picks. In a, I'm in a trolley kind of mood right now. I'm in a is a Friday. I'm in a trolley kind of mood. You know who hates proposed trades like fake trades more than anyone I know. Okay, who? even more than you, ju- even more than the disdain that you just uh, represented here on the air, Clinton. Yes. One Amin Al Hassan. I mean, oh, really? Just despises them. <laughs> so here's what I want everyone listening to do, and I'm going to employ you to do this every hour throughout the hour on this show. I want you, if you know how to go to the trade machine on ESPN.com or on your phone on ESPN.com, go to the trade machine and just go do a trade, screenshot it, link it, and just Send it on Twitter to Amin. I just want him to open his Twitter for no reason on a Friday, and it's flooded with trade requ- like trade scenarios. All you have to do is tw- his Twitter is at Darth Amin, like Darth Vader, at Darth Amin, A-M-I-N. So do whatever you want to do. I don't even – no context. I want you just to flood his Twitter mentions with – screenshots or links to trades on the trade machine. The funny thing is, George, is that the trade machine is actually sort of the best, most reasonable form of what I call transaction Twitter, which is the worst thing in America when it comes to sports and communities. Like, a transaction Twitter... Is the I just it's like yo it's so annoying it's like do people like basketball or do people like trades you know the trade machine at least offers you some solutions it's like a calculator you know what I'm saying it right. does something but these people who are constantly talking about well this well that I'm like yo how about we watch the basketball how about that you know yes I'm with you hundred percent all right coming up next we got overrated underrated ten seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thank you very much, Chris. All right, so I'm on the trade machine, and I got Damian Lillard going to the Lakers. KCP, Kyle Kuzma, Marcus Gasol, Alfonso McKinney, Devontae Kaycock, all going to the Trailblazers. And I added in Oklahoma City. I don't know if this is going to work. Oh, no, it failed. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So, How about you send it to Amin? Send it yeah. to Amin. When you, everybody tweet all your fake trades on the trade machine to Amin. Just, I don't want any context. I want him just to open up his Twitter, at Darth Amin, like Darth Vader, but Darth Amin, A-M-I-N. All right, so let's do birthdays, Clinton. Let's do birthdays, yes, Clinton. Let's do it. So Will Ferrell or Barry Sanders, overrated or underrated? Ooh. Ooh. Um, tough. Both studs. I think Barry Sanders is underrated. I agree. Um, you know, I think that's mo- mostly due to the fact that you know people people sort of looked at him as just a like a like a highlights guy, but people forget about his career at um, Oklahoma State as well. I mean, the guy won Heisman. He was a like a. 
you know, he, did, he he his his the story of how he got to be a big time college football player is one you should look up if you care about college football. He is definitely underrated, even though a lot of people sort of look at him as the sort of the the first kind of Madden era uh, running back. I love Barry Sanders. Uh, I'm the same way. Oh, I, look, I mean, you basically said it better than I could have, to be honest with you. And I love Will Ferrell, but you know. I mean, Barry Sanders, if I have to, if this is a binary situation, I'm going with him as underrated. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Agreed. All right, Sedano. Andre Iguodala was on J.J. Reddick's podcast, The Old Man and the Three, and said yeah. Dwight Howard was the reason he went to Golden State and helped that become a dynasty, saying, I was actually going to go with Dallas. Dallas was the spot. I wanted to go to Dallas. Big fan of Mark Cuban. I know they want to win. I like how they take care of their players who win championships. But Dwight Howard decides to stall everybody with what he was going to do. So Dwight helped me. No one knows that. Everyone knows he was going to Houston. But for some reason, he was like, I'm going to go see Dallas. So Mark Cuban was like, yo, it's a generational talent. And that's how it all went. So is this new info overrated or underrated? Um, I would say so. – I mean, this is hard, hard for me to say. This is wildly like, overrated for me. I would like, say overrated, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Andre Gadala at that time – does he help Dallas? I'm trying to think. So this is, what, 2011 and 12, 2012? Um, does Andre Iguodala at that point help Dallas be a championship team again? Probably not. Um, you know, I mean, he was very, still at, sort of at the peak of his powers, right? Like, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I just don't know. I say the rest of that Dallas team was falling apart already at that point, and guys got old. They traded Tyson Chandler away very quickly, which I thought was a mistake. They should have held on to him for another year or two at least. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think that as much as I love Iguodala, and I think he's the, one of the greatest role players we've seen in a very, very, very long time, um, I, I don't think this is, like, underrated, no. So I would, I, mean, is, I, would, I would say overrated, yeah. This is peak transaction Twitter nonsense, Greg. Yes. You realize that, right? Like, yeah. if a guy had gone there – 10 years ago, would we possibly be seeing something else? I mean, like, look, you know, it's nice to know that things worked out for a certain way, but yes, this is overrated. Yeah, and I don't blame Mark Cuban, by the way, for listening to Dwight before listening to Andre, you know? I I don't either. At that stage, of course not. All right, next. All right, Clinton. So MLB is auctioning off 65 players' game worn all star jerseys. Okay. Shohei Otani made the biggest splash with a $111,000 bid. For context, the next highest bid was for Fernando Tatis with a $3,600 bid. So over $100,000 more for Otani's. Is this a bi- is this not a big deal? No deal. Is this an overrated or o- underrated number? Um it's probably going to be underrated. I mean, think about it. Like if Shohei like Shohei, not that Fernando Tatis is not one of one, but Shohei is one of one just sort of in life in a very different way. And I'm going to use this point to make an aside. For all of you people out there who thought that the All-Star Game jerseys or the entire concept of what they existed as in baseball were terrible, let me explain something to you. What that look is is something that is the closest thing to modern that the MLB has done in a long time. I understand all of you who only look at baseball through the major league lens. Take your butt to a travel tournament anywhere in America, and this is what the jerseys look like or much different and worse. Like, I actually kind of commend them for getting into the whatever era we're in of jerseys with those uniforms. I don't necessarily love the fact that they're all they're all wearing the same ones, but at the same time, at least the ones that they're wearing look like something that belongs in 2021 on a baseball field. So get off my back about that. Nah, they're trash. 
Okay. They're overrated. Okay. Again, They're you awful. could not handle a weekend at, say, the Area Codes tournament because the uniforms are beyond garish compared to those. And I just – like, that was my thing. I was like, this looks like a travel ball uniform. That was the first thing I said when I saw them, and they kind of do. All right. Next. One more. Uh, all right, George. Reggie Bush is going to be in a new documentary at his time at USC where he finally tells his side of the story. The documentary will be from Believe Entertainment Group, which was the same group that did Dear Basketball and directed by Kirk, Kirk Fraser, who did the ESPN 30 for 30 without bias. Know you like those details. Oh, that was for someone else. Is this documentary uh, uh, overrated or underrated? <laughs> Was that somebody who sent you that as an email? Like a no, like no. It was actually on? it was. I had it in the big deal, no deal section. It was for yesterday, but I didn't get to it. And it says, "No, you like those details, LZ." And I, he's not here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, I would say underrated. I think that I would love. You know, Reggie has has kind of told his side of the story, um, but I I don't feel like there's been a lot of details as to how everything happened and how it transpired. And and um, I'd like to hear in more detail outside of a ten minute radio hit where I've seen him talk about this. Um, what that whole situation was like for him. I think the story is underrated, but I think the whole like every moment in time we make a mini doc about thing is kind of overrated. But I mean, that, that's just my personal taste because some of them seem so obviously like one-sided. You know what I mean? Like I, I like hearing people tell their own stories. That's what we do. You know what I mean? I just, I hope it's, I hope we learn something. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of times these, these sorts of, I don't want to say exposés, but these sorts of setups, we don't really learn much. We just kind of see, we kind of see more of what we already knew. And I really hope that Reggie, a guy who deserves so much more credit than he was ever given and was put through hell in one of the best times of his life, I hope he feels good about himself after this comes out. All right, cool. That is overrated, underrated. We will have another game at 5.30, Would You Rather? And then, of course, our most popular game at 6.30, Big Deal or No Deal. So we have a bunch of calls here. Uh, people talking about DTF. I mean, Laura yeah. was down in the uh, in downtown Fullerton. So let me make sure I have the right because uh, now LZ has just text on another chain. I got too many texts going up here. <laughs> yeah, All right, a lot let's going go. on today. Let's go to Tim in LA. Tim, what what is the spot? What is the spot in downtown Fullerton? Man, I know the spot you're talking about is uh, Zings and DTF. Man, it got to be Zings. It's cracking over there. No ding. Okay. So it's okay. not Zings. What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you at Zings? Oh, man. Got into a fight. It was stupid. My wife is uh, still upset about that one. <laughs> <laughs> was she Was she your wife then or your girlfriend then? She was my girlfriend then, but we, we knew what it was going to be, man. You know. What did you What did you get into a fight about? Uh, Some guy slapped a drink out of my friend Devontae's hand, and he came outside. Everybody thought he was lying. Um, you know, and the funny thing is my girl didn't even have her ID that day. So we were outside the club. He came outside, said the guy tried to fight me and it went from there. He, the guy walked outside and you know how it gets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The hands community is active. I get it, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hands right. community. I'm with it. <laughs> All right, Tim. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. All right. So Laura, that wasn't it. You could say no, Laura. No, uh, yeah, no, it yeah. wasn't. Or, or, or maybe use like a, like a sounder that would, okay. uh, depict like that that works yeah. right exactly all right let's go to alex in fountain valley what's up alex hey how's it going guys hey so i was born and raised in fullerton and i used to live in downtown fullerton actually graduated from cal state fullerton go titans so there's a lot of sketchy ones out there there's some good ones too but um i gotta say the sketchiest one that i used to go to back in the day is probably the back alley 
Laura. All right. That sounds sketchy. The I mean, back alley does sound sketchy. Now, alley. give me a good one, though. Give me a good one. Oh, yeah. oh you want the best, 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 the best one? It's probably Roscoe's and Heroes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. he's not wrong. Right. Roscoe's, <laughs> we, we've been, uh, the station has been to Roscoe's and Heroes, actually, in the past. Um, and Laura yeah, met and, uh, her ex-boyfriend yeah. there at Heroes. Oh, oh nice. Oh, oh well, nice. sorry yeah. about that. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, Roscoe's and No, Heroes it's okay. We, we just Joe's make fun too. of him now. <laughs> Joe's, too, isn't bad. Okay, cool. All right, Alex. Thank you, buddy. Have a good day and great weekend. So thanks to Alex and Tim. Hope they both have a great weekend there. Uh, Tim, part of the hands community. As, uh, yeah, reactive, clearly. As, as uh, you know, maybe right. not necessarily a card-carrying member, but certainly. Right. But you know, you know what? Busted it out when he needed to. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly, Somebody exactly. slaps your friend's drink out of your hand. It's on. It's go time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's Frankie in Fullerton. The infamous Frankie Fullerton who did not, if was it you didn't know Al Gore was vice president was that it? I didn't know Jimmy Carter wasn't the vice president in 1993. Oh, that's uh, what was, you called right. You said Jimmy up. Carter was the vice president. Oh, yeah. in '93 you thought it was Jimmy Carter. Wow, that's <laughs> I was born in 1993. To be fair, okay. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, I'll do that. Right. I mean, I, my, my I, mean I knew George is, Washington uh, was the first president, and I didn't, you know, I wasn't born in the 1800s. So I mean, but yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, my guess, based on the unwanted soliciting from the get-go, is a love revolution Dara? in BTS. Uh, there's a lot of people no. always sh- try says to no. get you to go there. No, not the all right, but you as the mayor, you as the mayor uh, of Fullerton. Uh, the uh, you self-proclaimed mayor of Fullerton. What are the spots people need to hit? Like, give me the top three. Go. Yeah, like if me and George are going to go watch a game and have a good time and not try to fight anybody, right. where are we going to go? Uh, I would say <laughs> if we're going to go watch a game, probably it's called Stadium, but it's called Fullerton Bruco now. If, you're a, if you are an old regular, it used to be called Stadium. Um, I like the back alley. I don't know what that guy was talking about. That's a good spot. And uh, hopscotch, hopscotch, like you said. Hopscotch looks like my kind of place. I'm a whiskey guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of my deal. All right. Yeah. And uh, then big shout out to Mulberry Street as well. All right, so cool. that's a good spot, and, but and, really and you're right. Shout out to Back Alley. All right, Back Alley. Just because it's got a mean name don't mean it's a mean place, you know? Yeah. So you go. All right, Frank. All right. Uh, Do I have time for one more or do I have to break here? I have to break here. Oh, one more? All right, Jesse and Whittier. Jesse, what's up? What's going on, guys? Hey. What up? What's up, fellas? Uh, Grimey Spot, Bourbon Street. Laura? No. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bars named after other places that other people are getting after it, typically very grimy. Mm. Oh, he dropped? I wanted to give me a, a spot that he loved there. But uh, all right. Here's what we'll do. We'll keep it coming. Give us the great spots in DTF. Give yeah. us the spot that you think Laura didn't love, that some gentleman at the front door was harassing her and Janice. Uh, you know, they, they get a little extra aggressive. Um, but uh, we, we want to make sure that that, per- that place knows what's up and that we want to treat the patrons right. Um, all right, we'll continue this discussion. But give us the good spots. We want the, the good spots in Fullerton, too. So when people get down there, they know where to go because we want to help the community here. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Coming up next, though. Oh, man. Laker fans, you're going to love this. I'm telling you, you're going to love this story. It's not about you, but you're going to love it anyway. Trust me. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> oh, man, man, that was, was I was, I don't know if you guys could hear me, but I was legitimately laughing was, listening back to that. I, I haven't heard, I haven't heard that in so long. Um, <laughs> God, that was funny, man. That is easily circa like 2017, I want to say, or, you know, even 2016, maybe. God, that was a long time ago now. Was that the creation of Mysterio that day? Yes, it was. Right that day was the creation of Mysterio. I feel like if you're going with like a nickname, it's a little too on the nose when you're wearing a mask to go with Mysterio. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, I don't know. It's, it's like, ooh, it's a mystery. He's Mysterio. But come on. I, I mean, it, it, the, the whole point of that call, though, was we could have definitely no, – it's not like Marcellus could hide very well, if, even if he was wearing a mask. We know it'd be him. He'd be big. Uh, you know, as uh, Key said, he'd have a buffalo butt. And he'd be sweating. You know what I'm saying? So we knew it'd be him. In the Clippers jersey. In the Clippers jersey, <laughs> right? That Marcellus yeah. would show up to a party like that. Still wrecking, <laughs> still repping Clipper Nation. It makes me laugh so much. Yeah. Oh, I, love it. I have never met someone who sweats more than Marcellus. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm talking about when I used to do Sports Nation with him. Or in, or even in the radio studio with him. Yeah. The radio studio is different because our air conditioning in there sucks. Sometimes it's freezing. Sometimes it's really hot. Yeah, but in the TV studio, Clinton, as you know, yeah. it is Always a lot, you know, like a, a frozen meat locker. Yeah, for yes. TV studios, for those who are not familiar, are cold for two reasons. Number one, especially when you're in late night TV, people laugh more when it's cold. And number two, there's a lot of equipment. You got to keep things cool so they don't overheat. So TV Correct. studios never warm. And despite it being like 30 degrees in there, Marcellus <laughs> still had to have a little portable fan because he would sweat on set. It was ridiculous. Um, and yeah, Chris is right. I do miss him. I hope everything is okay in witness protection. Yeah. yeah. Wait, is that a real thing? Is that a real thing that they keep it cold so you laugh more? I've never that's heard that before. In, yeah, that's a thing for like late night shows. Yeah, for sure. Because like when you're cold, you're more nervous and you laugh more. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, speaking speaking of laughing, um, and we'll get to more calls here about uh, the spots to to hang out for Laura in downtown Fullerton at eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Did you see this story about the Brooklyn Nets or no? Uh, oh, I saw it all right. So for those that did not see the story about the Brooklyn Nets, so do we have the audio, Greg? Did you ever find it or no? No, 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 I didn't get it. Sorry. Oh, okay. The key question so, on this is who you heard the news from, and I heard this news from Greg. Uh, Greg did text it, but I actually heard it from the guys who did the show, okay? okay. So on the Dan Lebitard show, okay, um, there was uh, an author named Matt Sullivan who's got a book on the Brooklyn Nets and how Kyrie and KD, all that stuff came together, and it's called Can't Knock the Hustle. He's the author of the book. And here's what he said on the Levitard show, okay, on their podcast. A very high-ranking official with the Nets who had a lot to do with the money said basically there's a blank check as soon as these guys got here, whether that's buying a girlfriend or or a girlfriend on the side of a house in California for a week, whether that's just putting up money for the boys and the homeboys and the equipment for random bleep, they're totally cool with that. 
That's He's saying that about the Nets, okay? He continues, just renting a house on the team dime. These guys don't pay for a lot of personal stuff themselves. And so the financial team of the Nets would kind of come every week or so, and they'd be like, okay, we thought we had this under control. We've got to redo the budgets every week. And they were like, it was just a new thing every damn time. He adds... Sullivan adds, there's a lot of things that the Nets do that aren't kosher. There's a reason they have this kind of Kremlin-esque wall around everything they do. During the middle of COVID, they were working out half the team. Well, really, Kyrie and KD and their friends on the team. They were working out in Kobe's old gym in California. You weren't allowed to do that during COVID. They were running secret camp the whole time, trying to get Kyrie and KD in shape. Now, the latter part is... I think is inconsequential because I'm sure a lot of dudes were working out during COVID. But this whole thing where the uh, allegedly, according to Matt Sullivan, the author of this book about how the Nets got KD and Kyrie together and all this thing formed and eventually Harden got there, that they were hooking up girlfriends, side pieces, um, and 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 friends and family with all sorts of gifts and houses. We were just talking about Reggie Bush a second ago. Now, by the way, I get that they are professional athletes, but this is outside of what the collective bargaining agreement says. If we just, you know, we just went through this whole thing and probably are still going through this whole thing with Kawhi and the Clippers, the guy alleging Jerry West was supposed to hook him up with something. This is way more scandalous than that. So that's that's the concern, though, is that it, it breaks the collective, it breaks the CBA, because like as far as I don't know whether or not you could go before God after dealing with the new, uh, the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, like this is uh, it's not that big of a deal in the context of like, yeah, okay, like if if this were allowed, how shall I say this? How many teams would be doing it? And that is all of them. You know what I mean? And like, okay. Am I going to get into whether or not it makes sense for an NBA franchise to pay for some guy's non-wife, you know what I mean, to be shacked up in, I don't know, Laguna Hills? Probably not. But, like, if you're giving money to friends and family and it's going to make the players happier and thus better basketball players, I'm not going crazy with this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need a morale clause or, you know, morality clause in order for me to, you know, for me to figure out that, like, hey, this team wants to make sure that their players feel comfortable in their environments. You know what I mean? And we're going to do a little bit more – to make sure that that happens. I'm actually okay with that. The CBA, okay, I, I, I get it. There's rules, but, like, big deal. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I don't mind you trying, but when it gets put out there on Front Street, right, like, the NBA has nothing – they have no choice but to investigate this now. Oh, I just got a – I just got a – I just got a uh, uh, update. That's really upsetting. From okay. TMZ. Biz Marquis, okay. the late, has passed. That oh, sucks. Terrible. Sorry, that literally just crossed my phone while I was listening to you. And Bismarcky is one of the most iconic rappers in the history of hip-hop. And his song, Just a Friend, is a song that I think probably was a lot of people's intro to rap music. Anyway, sorry to distract on that. R.P. the late No, no worries. By the way, his real name, Marcel Hall, I believe. uh, Yeah. Bismarcky. The Biz. Man, nobody beats Um, the Biz. He was a beatboxer. He was a... Man. There it is. Yeah. One of the original... Like, he was a full-blown act. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if the biz was ever sure. in the place, I remember that the first, the first concert I ever went to was Crisscross, and Biz Marquis was the DJ for that. And I remember wow. seeing him in real live effect, and I was like, "Wow, he really is that dude." I got to text one of my friends. Man, that's too bad. Love Biz. Yeah, Marquis, that is man. terrible. Uh, again, rest in power to Biz Marquis. Yeah. Uh, how old? I don't know the answer to that. Hold on, I think it's okay. 57. But I'm not wow, really that's sure. so young. Yeah. Um, anyway, 57, um, yeah. At, oh yeah. Terrible, man. Terrible news. 
Uh, Greg, I, you know what? I was going to ask you about this Nets thing because I feel like you as a Laker fan are incensed because now once you know you got the Clippers allegedly in some hot water for cheating. Now the Nets were trying to take down the Lakers in hot water, but maybe in hot water uh, for cheating. Well, I want to get Greg and Laura's thoughts on this on the other side. Also, there are still plenty of people on hold that want to shout out bars in Fullerton. It is Laura's birthday weekend. Laura was in Fullerton yesterday. We want the spot that maybe she didn't have such a great time in, and hopefully they, we can find that out so they can do better. Uh, and, of course, we want to shout out the great places in downtown Fullerton as well. Uh, We will be back in two minutes and 45 seconds.